Welcome to Proudly ADHD at work and in business. I am your host, Coach Kathy Rashidian, and I help professionals like you understand the science behind your unique brain so you can unlock that inner genius. Ready to transform your ADHD into your best asset? Keep listening. Welcome to another episode with Coach Kathy. I hope you had a chance to listen to my last episode where I talked about or introduced the 10 disciplines of self-mastery. I know it sounds pretty big and pretty like, whoa, 10 disciplines, self-mastery. But it's a pretty cool concept that I learned through my recent coach training program through IPEC. So just to give credit where it's due and the principles or the disciplines have been life-changing for myself, for my clients. And I really wanted to, to take a moment and introduce these disciplines in my episodes, in my podcast. And I, I'm doing so, as, as I always do, is to share from the bottom of my heart and with the idea that I'm planting seeds. And, and these seeds that I'm planting is to just open up your perspective your mind to different ways of managing that beautiful brain of yours and to see things with with a different lens and see how it sits with you. So some of the disciplines that I go through may resonate with you. Some of them may just be like, oh, that was interesting. I don't know if I want to do it yet, but it's good to share and it's good to see what comes up for you as you listen to each of these disciplines So without further ado, today we're going to talk about acceptance. And this one is a powerful discipline that I feel like uh, a few times in my life, I've been at this crossroads of, whoa, this is a tough situation. What do I want to do with it? And, And I've heard of the concept of, you know, accepting situations as is. It's not bad, it's good, it just is. But what this discipline does, and as I go through it, it really kind of gives you a bit of a journey on how to go through acceptance of something and to kind of get along with it. So bear with me as I go through this. And just to recap again, the 10 disciplines that I'm going to go through in these series, and they kind of stack on top of each other. There is a, a, a sequential method to the the way they work. If we're working towards self-mastery and really understanding and managing our ADHD, the sequence is we go through awareness, then there is acceptance, and then we start to make conscious choices. And in those choices, as we make them, we trust the process, we lean into it with authenticity, fearlessness, and a whole lot of confidence, and feel connected to something bigger than us. And eventually, we really come to a place of just being present with everything and being in the moment. And finally, the last step of this discipline is to be 100% engaged energetically, spiritually, however you want to call it, to be really engaged in life and not feel like life is happening to us, but we are creating it. So like I said, it's a... it is a bit of a deep approach into self-mastery, but I, I, I think for me, for my clients, that this, this method, this modality really works, and it is my pleasure to bring it to my listeners. So let's get into acceptance. 
When you fully practice acceptance, you are completely non-judgmental and simply acknowledging the experience of what it is without rating it good or bad. And, you know, this, when I learned this, this sentence about experiencing it for what it is without it being good or bad, a, a lot of red flags came up for me. I'm like, really? I mean, come on now. I mean, I mean, look at COVID, right? The good or bad. But then there's this in-between, and then there's this sitting with that situation and seeing it for what is. Uh, it's the same crossroads with ADHD late in life diagnosis to say, what's going on here? So I've been this way all my life and then I get this late in life diagnosis and they're like, oh, by the way, you've always had ADHD. And it's to come to it and say, okay, it is what it is. It's my brain wiring, but where do I wanna go with that? And I think for me, my journey, it took me about a good six to seven months to, I went from being aware of it to then really accepting it and then eventually going into the conscious choices of the, the things I want to do with it and then and then down with the whole, the rest of the disciplines. To continue on this, when acceptance is missing, we fight what is and in a sense actually make an attempt to change what the situation was and so we try to force it to turn it out to be the way we want to and I see this a lot I see it in myself when there's times where I really want to be in control and say no this is the way to do it and when you're getting yourself in that emotional dysregulation that creeps up on us is that the situation is looking at it from a lens of acceptance to really tame that emotional dysregulation here too. And essentially in relationships, we see it, we may try to change someone to do things our way because we think it's the best. And honestly, as ADDers, let's just be real and let's just ego kick in here for a second. There are times where we actually know what is best, but others don't see it because we do have that gift of, of seeing different perspectives. And then we get so frustrated that people are not accepting it. And here's the other point, and let's just address the elephant in the room, that people often confuse acceptance with acquiescence and may see it as weak. And in this episode, what we're really trying to talk about is to see acceptance actually is as a way of gaining control and increasing your potential so that, you know, we're, we're accepting things for the right reasons with the right approach so that it's not about being attached to one way or another. So let's get into it a little bit further. When you have expectations of yourself, others, situations, you're essentially kind of setting it up for disappointment, regret, anger, your energy is depleted, you can't focus, you can't be present in the moment, then you're wondering, you know, what's going on with me? Why am I having these tough days? Well, one approach is that, that when we are not accepting certain things, and we're constantly fighting and want to, we want to problem solve everything to make sure it goes our way, that's essentially what's happening. It's one of those flags that I say is, are you accepting things as they are or what's going on with you? So this is another checklist that I usually do with my clients around accepting certain situations as, as they are so that they can just rationalize and just move forward. 
Another thing that I often hear from my clients and even myself back in the day when I was doing the nine to five grind, there was this uneasiness about being less emotional and and really making sure that I'm always performing at my best, knowing that emotionally we can get hijacked, we can lose control and things can get worse. But I didn't know and what, what, what else I should have done or what I could be doing to make a situation better. One realization I had when, it, when I learned about this concept was acceptance is really key to dealing with these high emotions, high intensities, the times of uncertainty. And without it, we're at the mercy of outcomes and will be unlikely to shift our mood until we see the results we're hoping for. So just to unpack this a little bit more is when it's like, okay, if I get this project, then I'll feel better. Or if so-and-so would do it the, my, the way I want them to do it, the project would go a certain way and then I'll, I'll feel better. And so when we're attached to those outcomes, that's when the emotional dysregulation really kicks in full force. And the problem solving that we're good at in this case really gets hijacked by these intense emotions and we can't really be creative. And so another concept in this is for those times where there's so much intensity in our, in our emotions and we really can't see clear is to just pause and come back to this concept of acceptance of what am I really forcing to change and what can be different. Another way to look at acceptance is the impact of the past. Your experiences have affected the way you live your life, the way you make decisions, the way you relate to the world, and the way you see yourself. They have created who you are. And by really going back into our past and asking a few questions of how did I get here? What did I learn from my past? And what do I really want to go and be going forward? I think really helps so that the past informs and educates the next part of our journey. So in the late life diagnosis, for example, to be on topic on this, is go back and see all the amazingness that you've had in your past, the things that you did that you were really good at. And then to come back to this crossroads of where do you want to go going forward? Another thing that you could do is take time to journal on the following. Because of all I've experienced so far, I couldn't think, feel, act, or be any different until today. That's such a powerful statement. And reflect on that. This exercise really helps you realize that your conscious awareness is something that the past created, so accepting all you were and are creates the groundwork for creating who you want to be. And that's where the magic happens. Another point to drive home with acceptance is we're always doing the best we can. And especially with this unique brain wiring, this is such an important thing. That one of the most effective ways of becoming more accepting of our brain wiring is to realize in every moment that you're always doing the best you can and also that everyone else is doing the best they can based on their life experiences, based on the tools that we've been given. 
So really, we, we got get to check in or check out that critical side of ourselves that we're often in, like all this self-criticism that I hear from the ADHD community is just massive. But if we really stand back and say, instead of directing that energy towards the past by beating ourselves up over the mistakes, over the impulses, and really reframing it too, what is the lesson in that experience? What can be learned from the decisions that I made. It really helps us to see it with a different perspective and to say, I can't believe, instead of saying, I can't believe I messed up, I can't believe I did this, is to say, what did I learn? Constantly, that's one thing that I do often, often, often is to say, what happened? Where can I do this differently? So we're constantly in this evaluation as opposed to expectation, expectation, one after another. And the same thing goes for when we are viewing others with that same critical lens, because not only are we criticizing ourselves, we're looking at them and saying, how could they disappoint us? They're letting us down. But to really realize that other people are always doing the best they can. And honestly, they are doing the best with the current tools that is in their toolkit. And so then that lessens the hurt and disappointment and allows you to really move away from judgment. And I'm not saying making excuses for people's behaviors or actions, but to really not get bogged into their bubble of, I don't know, toxicity, their way of being, is to really step back and say, wow, I see what this person is doing. And they're doing the best that they know how with the tools they have. Does that person also have the choices to make better choices? Of course. So I'm not making excuses. But what I'm saying is that you are in control on how you want to react to that other person and how the way they quote unquote mistreated you. There's this quote and the origin is unknown, but it goes something like this. Unforgiveness is like drinking poison and hoping the other person dies. Pretty powerful. And essentially the concept is that by not forgiving or not letting go, you are hurting yourself only. The other person has no clue what's going on. They're in their own bubble and totally clueless. And if they're doing it intentionally, it's their bubble. But if your energy is spent in blame and anger, it can't be spent in constructive ways in other ways of your life if you're constantly in this mindset. So it's really, really, really important to check that in with ourselves and really say, when are we drinking this poison ourselves? And when do we just set it aside and say, that's that person's journey, bless their heart, send them some best wishes and move forward. So the final thing that I want to talk about when it comes to expectations and accepting, it's It's to look at it from another lens of it's neither good or bad. It just is. And bear with me on this one because, you know, there's times where, again, going back to that concept of we're not settling here, but really coming to a point of accepting it. And then really, which is the next episode I'll talk about is making conscious choices. Now that you've done your evaluation of whether it's good or bad, which is neither, it just is. What do you really want to do with it? And when you get to that crossroad, what the beauty happens is you really park your judgment. 
you become less emotional towards the situation and you really tap into your genius and you're able to do critical thinking and be able to make decisions from a place of power, from a place of logic with the right emotions as opposed to the intensity of the other way around, which we usually find ourselves in. So the beauty of acceptance in this lens really helps with what's my next step in this and I really think that to sum it up with an ADHD brain wiring with a late in life diagnosis this is a critical part of our I call them let's call it the healing journey that we're going through and and just to recap the last episode was about awareness which is like hey you got ADHD what do you want to do now and, and also with that self-awareness comes a whole lot of, wow, look at all these things. It's almost like you're reviewing your entire life before your eyes within flashes of seconds and minutes. And then every day there was another awareness. There was another realization. And then in this second discipline that I just went through is to looking at it from the place of acceptance that we just talked about and a, and a new set of lens. And to that, a year, I think, or so after my diagnosis and as I was doing my healing and journey, I wrote an article, I said, the time that I became friends with my ADHD. And in that article, I wrote this little, I don't know what I want to call it, a poem or whatever you want to call it, that I'll wrap up this episode with. And this is how it goes. I have grown to become friends with my ADHD brain. I know how and why she is the way she is. She is me and I am her. She is my messy roommate, but she's also my best cheerleader when I want to take on new risks. She has kept me focused and strong to survive cancer. She's loud as hell in my head, but she's also a creative genius. I wouldn't trade my brain for any other. I share this with you in hopes that it also inspires you that when you get to this place of acceptance, it's pretty freaking magical. And it's in that point that then and next episode, we'll talk about really leaning into making conscious choices, making really intentional success with our brain and knowing that, yeah, there's going to be bad days. There's going to be off days. But here's the new perspective of acceptance and how we're going to go about it. So I hope this episode was insightful. I hope you picked up a couple of nuggets or a couple of insights. It's a lot of theory, a lot of conceptual things that I'm throwing in here, but it's really to plant the seeds of here's one way of approaching how to manage this beautiful brain of ours. So until next time, my friends, keep on shining.